Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, you can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Welcome to another Yellow Army podcast um, coming to you from the Painton studio. Do you know, we've just come back from Gary Johnson's weekly press conference and I must confess, I was thinking on the way up there, I wonder what we're going to talk about (laughs) because there was a good, uh, great result at Weymouth at the weekend. There's a big game coming up, but you think, you know, maybe there's something a little bit out of the ordinary to chat about. And so it transpired. There's news, guys. There is news. There's news which we'll um, we'll talk about some of the news on the other side of Gary Johnson. News, news, and news. But the big news which we can share with you right now uh, is that Danny Wright is back. Remember him, guy. Danny Wright yeah, is back. Twelve that's good games news. missing. Uh, played eight, then missed twelve. Um, Danny was up at the training ground this morning, looking very chipper. Uh, and Gary Johnson, very chipper as well, when he announced that uh, Danny's back with the squad. Yeah, he had a little little smirk on his face talking about he that, did. didn't he? It was, uh, and it was it was him who introduced the uh, the, the the news to the press conference. So it was absolutely. Uh, well, uh, it wasn't. To be fair, I, th- I think Alan Richardson said, uh, "Oh, uh, and how's Danny Wright's injury going?" Because we ask it every week, and don't expect any anything of more than it's. Still ongoing, but no, this week we got something else. But it is great news, isn't it? I mean, the the risk is that you put too much responsibility onto one player, but look what happened when he came into the team after an injury last season, (laughs) scoring straight away. Memorably. Memorably. So, yeah, let's let's look forward to the Stockport game with Danny Wright. But it was a good chat with Gary this morning. Yeah. Should we go off and have a listen to it? Can I say it? Yes, you can. We'll see you. Oh, no. what, What is it? We'll see you on the other side of Gary. No, you, you're other, much better. You're much better. We'll see you on the other side of Gary Johnson. Fantastic result. Put the away hoodoo, if you want to call it that, to bed. What pleased you most about the result, though? The three points, of course. Now that's the obvious answer, but that was a very uh, big game for us and for Weymouth uh, in the circumstances. But, uh, of course, the way we played. You know, we, we, we had lots of good attacking play. I uh, was pleased with that. Um, there was a lot of tackles, interceptions, and uh, a couple of good finishes. Um, and we had several shots, two at the crossbar, one at the post. So it was just uh, our game plan went went to plan, and uh, I saw definitely our game come out, which is nice. You've mentioned the way that your team plays. Do you think that that result, that performance, has the possi- has the chance to be a turning point for your for your team's season? Because the resilience, in particular, having that goal go against them so soon after scoring, they're very resilient in the way they came back, hit back straight away, and as you say, could have won five one in the end. Yeah, um, I understand what you're saying, but you got to be careful when you go. You know, you've had a good good result after three poor results, and so. We know that we're a little bit inconsistent, so I'd love to say, yeah, we're on our way, here we go, you know, we're not going to lose another game, but that's uh, never the case in, in this league, as any league. But it does give the lads that confidence going into the next game, always when you've won the last game. So that's always the important thing, you think about the next game, not too far ahead. And of course, Stockport are a, 
a very good team. Um, they're, uh, they probably should be a little bit higher in the league for their, the team that they've got. So we'll have to uh, wait and see how they turn up. But uh, it's going to be a, it'll be a tight affair, I hope. Um, you know, uh, it'll be a tight affair. Both teams, are, their personalities are, they want to go and win the game. So uh, it'll be interesting and both teams will have to get their tactics right to make sure that um, the opposition don't get a you know, big hold in the game. So the confidence game in the next game, that's what the last win gives us. Um, and of course, the lads will be looking forward to it. We're at home. It means our home supporters are, will be a little bit more excited because we got a result the week before. Um, so it, uh, that all helps. And uh, if our supporters don't know now that you know getting behind the lads makes a big difference, then uh, they never will. So and we thank them for it. You must be delighted as well with the impact that your substitutes are making. Because that's two games in a row now that you brought on a striker and played against Halifax and Sinclair at Weymouth, and they both come on and scored. Yeah, um, you, you, you may, you hope that you've got subs on the on the bench that can come on and make a difference. Of course, they people on the bench have different attributes that you can use at any one point of the game. So you've got to have different people on the bench so that you can adjust. You might be one nil up with five minutes to go. You bring on a defender maybe, um, and then like we did. I mean. Often, I'd rather, you know, I'm happy to bring on as many strikers as we got if we're, if we're behind. We wasn't behind, but I felt it was a game tailor-made for Sinclair to, to come on um, at that time. And uh, he did what we asked him to do, and, and, and that was good. So it's always nice, you know, when, when the subs come on and play a part because they go home and feel they were a part of that, of that win. And you can see with Sinclair's celebration how happy he was <laughs> although I'm not sure he knew what end our supporters were at <laughs> and Armani tends to uh, he likes to celebrate uh, at the wrong end but he does that for, <laughs> for other reasons yeah. and I better qualify the other reasons are you know he's a bit of a wind up merchant on occasions uh, he's playing really well at the minute so we're pleased with that so um, you know, he likes to let the opposition know that we've just scored <laughs> opposition fans. Now with Stockport investing heavily in their squad in pre-season and the beginning of this season, they've obviously been installed as one of the favourites for promotion this term that gives them a little bit of added pressure. Do you sense that your players are relishing the fact that they're testing themselves against what seem to be one of the strongest squads in the division? Yeah, but there's a, uh, you, you don't really want to, <coughs> excuse me, you don't really want to be taking that too far. You don't want to be saying, you know, like what you just said, look, let's test ourselves against these. Um, because that, that says to your team that you don't think that we're quite ready. You know, we, we have to do everything we can to beat these and so on and so forth. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's not a test as such. What it, what it is, it's a, it's a game where we have to bring out our best game. We'll have to, you know, these are top teams, uh, the ones that have already got the points and have, you know, have uh, brought in some you know, very experienced players um, that are you know, doing well. They've got goals in them, that's for sure. And uh, But 
hopefully they're thinking about that with us. Um, so we'll be going into the game saying, you know, this is going to be a close affair, we hope. Um, and uh, if it is a close affair, then we've got to make sure that uh, you know, we come out on top with that one bit of cleverness or that bit of brilliance or a set play that we've worked on or whatever it is. So it's, um, I'm looking forward to it because I, I, I think it's one of those games that will be a, uh, it'll be end to end, I think, um, you know, because there's some good athletes on that, 22 athletes on that pitch on Saturday. Because there's no doubt about it, anyone that was at Weymouth that if your team plays like that for the remainder of the season, week in, week out, there's not going to be too many teams that are going to be uh, able to put up with that. Uh, and of course, every result that you get is going to increase confidence amongst the squad and also supporters. Yeah, well, we always say if we if we turn up and we play our, at our best, then it's going to be you can win football matches at this level. If you don't turn up and you can't get your passing going or you can't get your uh, attacks going and get chances and get the ball in the box, then um, you're going to struggle if you can't do that. So you have to make sure that you. Um, take the game to them uh, on occasions when you can and defend well when they've got a little bit of um, play and uh, you have to keep them out. So it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I am not actually proper looking forward to it, I'm not just saying, saying that because I think our, our crowd will enjoy the game because it will be a, uh, a very energetic game. Mm. Gary, uh, when you uh, look at the three sides who uh, just missed out the playoff uh, last season in the semi-finals, uh, Stockport, Notts County, yourselves, uh, none of you perhaps made quite the start you might have hoped or expected. I mean, is that a coincidence, do you think, or is that really a legacy of how difficult it was just knowing where you were going to be playing and playing so late in the season? Wh which games were that? The, the playoff semi-finals. Because, right. I mean, obviously Stockport lost out at that stage. Notts County hadn't started quite as well either. And, yeah. You know, you're a little bit lower than perhaps you might like as well. I don't, I don't know. I think at this stage now, yes, we didn't have a very good start at the time. There was sort of half reasons for that. Um, I think both those teams, uh, of course, I don't want to ever use this necessarily, but they had the option of bringing in players, buying players, bringing in players that are experienced players, and they've got a you know a, a very big squad. So. Your object always is to try and get 20-odd first-team players. You know what I mean? When you see the list at the back of the programme, with all due respect uh, to four or five of ours, they're, they're young lads that are not quite quite ready yet, but they're professionals and they deserve to get their, their name on the back of the programme. But um, when you look at somewhere like Stockport and the Chesterfields and Notts Counties, you, you can see that they, they've got a bigger squad and can move it around and change it around when they wish and not just through for injuries. Uh, interesting, of course, you're coming up against uh, Dave Chaloner again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm surprised he, he went from Hartlepool to uh, you know, Stockport. Obviously, he had his own reasons because you know, he had tears in his eyes and at, the, at the final and uh, you know, came over and you know, he, he, he looked absolutely... Um, not, he was so happy that he was crying. You know, which is what we would all do, having done that. And then all of a sudden, a few weeks later, he moved somewhere else. You know, you know, uh, but 
he's obviously, as I say, he's got his reasons for that. I'm sure Hartlepool were a bit disappointed uh, that that happened. But then, you know, Dave wants to, you know, do it again. And I suppose he felt that, he must have felt that Stockport had got a bigger future, probably. And obviously, he was a little bit nearer where he lives or nearer where he was. And, you know, I don't, I don't know. But uh, it's, uh, you know, when you saw his face at the end of the game, you thought he'd be there for life. <laughs> Uh, we touched on uh, Armani a little bit earlier. I mean, obviously he had a bit of an injury hit season last season, just the one goal, which was a free kick. Uh, I mean, you must be delighted with his scoring form this season. What's he doing differently? Um, I don't think he's doing necessarily... Armani is something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just think that he's yeah, he's got the bit between his teeth. He's, he's, uh, he is a good player and he wants... Sometimes you have to you know, say to him, you know, let's get your best game every every game. Um, he's got a game that takes risks, and sometimes that helps you, and sometimes that's a pass that doesn't quite make it. But he is he is a player that um, has got the ability to take those risks, and when they come off, like long shots, for instance. You know, we hadn't had a long shot for a long time. I've spoke with Armani at. at uh, couple of training sessions and said listen you've got a great strike you've got to start you know, taking those chances and that's what he's done in effect the biggest best shout I heard at Weymouth was when he got it and everybody's now started to shout <laughs> shoot again which is nice you know? yeah. um, and so he's, he's playing well I'm only, and I'm you know I'm pleased he's, he's, he's come through a, a little bit of a, a different patch through a couple of games where you know discussed it before but that's a real real pro and a, and a real character to come through that and give his all sure. uh, obviously the game's come thick and fast as we approach Christmas is Danny Wright likely to be involved over the Christmas period yeah he's likely to be involved Saturday um, I don't mind saying that um, we, we've, uh, he's, he's trained a couple of days his, his injuries he's, he's free of injury as such which is nice and um, yeah uh, he's been training, he's training with us, so uh, whether he's ready to start or go on the bench, we'll decide that over the next couple of days. But um, he'll, uh, yeah, unless he hurts himself in training over the next couple of training sessions, he, he should be in and around the squad. How important is Danny to you? Well, he, uh, of course he's important. I mean, you know, we, we've missed him, haven't we? You know, like he's, uh, and even when he was playing, he, he wasn't particularly playing well. He couldn't, you know, he had this problem that we didn't know what it was until we got the specialist to real look into it. Um, but now we've sorted it out. He's had a long rest. He's raring to go. Um, and of course, you know, it's important that you, you have a striker that's got a little bit of presence. Um, and uh, he's, he's got that. So very happy to, to, to have him back his experience and his um, strength. Sure. Thank you, Gary. No problem. Is Connor back in the fold after, after his enforced little absence? Um, um, yeah, we, we probably. Um, I say that because um, the absence, you know, when you isolate and um, you, you, you have to have 10 days, when it's 10 days, mm. it's, it's Friday. Mm. And uh, 
I think he's he's, well, feel, he's feeling fine. Right. You yeah. Know, there's nothing. Yeah, that was never nothing. really the issue. No, no, no. He's absolutely feeling fine. Yeah. But uh, you know, whether you have COVID or whether you're uh, somebody who's been near a COVID, yeah. you know, person, i.e., wife or something like that, um, family member, then. Uh, but he's you know he's, he's, he's kept himself mentally fit, so uh, he'll be he'll be in Friday. So there's every chance that he'll be uh, in and around the squad. Right. And Chory uh, is is that's a yeah Chory uh, yeah Chory's is a hamstring. He's I think he he's probably not going to start training until middle of next week. Yeah, so uh, oh, he's not quite ready yet. Yeah. Talking of of, of Connor. In the light of recent developments on the the, the, the virus front, uh, you, you've always been very strict with the regime here, uh, etc. Is it something that you've had to actually ramp up a little bit? Um, uh, your well, regime we, around the training thing, or we try or and stick to the rules. So Fine. as the ramp as the rules ramp up, yeah. You know, if uh, Jess wants to spin that phone around, she'll that phone, that camera around, she'll see that all the press. I've got masks on, um, but you've all been tested with a temperature gun. With a fine tooth gun. Yeah, exactly, and um, and that's the same with with the players. So, you know, we we try and George is you know, fantastic at uh, being a not a stickler, but but you know keeping to to the COVID rules and that. And uh, he soon jumps on you if you've made a mistake or something's happened because. Actually, he's just trying to keep everybody healthy, yeah. which is right because sometimes you know, we can all forget when you're in a group and you're doing something, you forget to put your mask on, or you, you know, you, you, you go sit up, all those things. So, um, and we know all the protocols, so we know when people got to isolate, we know. So, we, we've managed to, yeah. to get through um, this period, touch wood, without too many problems. Yeah. Some clubs yeah. have had. A lot of problems, haven't they? We've just seen Spurs, haven't we? Well, exactly, yeah. Suddenly 13 players going down. Yeah, but they got 50 odd pros, so. <laughs> 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 yeah, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, but they were still off. <laughs> but they're off, yeah, 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 no, that's right, and you wouldn't wish you know, any illness on anybody, but um, yeah, so and we, we treat it seriously as a club, which is good. It's nice for the other clubs to know that. There we go. Good to chat to Gary this morning. Um, yeah, he's obviously set up for a good day up at the training grounds. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to the Stockport game. Big stuff. Yeah, it's one of those days, isn't it? When you go up there wondering what you, what, what news there might be. And uh, all of a sudden, yeah, lots of things happen. Now, what we, we, what we can say at this point is that we think there might be news. There might be some more news. There might be some more news between now and possibly between now and the end of the day. Indeed. So if there is, we will record... A second podcast, a podcast, podcast special, extra, which you will find. Well, we'll make it easy for you to yeah. find. You'll find it just below this one, or you'll find it where you find your normal podcasts. There'll be a podcast extra with some news. What we can say is, uh, obviously, Danny Wright is, is ready and available to be in the squad for Saturday's game against Stockport. And that isn't even the news we can't talk about. And that's not the news we can't talk about. When we can talk about it, the only reason it's delayed is because I think there's a few I's and T's being dotted and crossed. Indeed. And until those are done, uh, obviously we're, we're we're more than happy to to, to wait for, for the club to, to let us know when we can talk about such things. Happy to do that. In the meantime, let's rejoice then that the return of Danny Wright 
Absolutely, absolutely. It, it's, I mean, it's difficult. Like we said at the beginning, it's difficult to sh- put all this responsibility onto one player. But if one yeah. player can shoulder it, it's Danny Wright. It's, isn't it, it feels wrong, doesn't it? it Getting does. so excited about it. But uh, as you said before, we heard from Gary. He did come back and score a goal in about two minutes on his last return from injury. He did. So if he could make that kind of impact, I'm sure Stockport will be thinking, "Oh, crikey." Yeah, that's, that's going to uh, stop them in their tracks yeah, a little bit, uh, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, hello, Mr. Challoner. Yeah, yeah, there's very interesting things going on there. But, um, yeah, I mean, great for Danny. As I say, we saw him up at the training ground this morning. He looks on good form. Yeah, um, yeah everything is good about that. Can you um, picture Danny Wright playing alongside Sinclair Armstrong up front against Stockport? Yeah, I can. That would be quite something to I, I wonder if he'll be on the bench. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not well. You don't know, do you? Gary does throw these curveballs in at times, and and it would be no surprise, guy, for for me to see Danny Wright starting on Saturday. Of course, you won't. I w- I won't be there. <laughs> if any, if anybody follows the live blogs from home games, I'm not there on Saturday. Unfortunately, and, um, I said to you, we joked before the before the press conference, didn't we? That 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 uh, the last time that you won a game, it was quite a dramatic one. It, I missed the Wealdstone win. Yeah. Um, followed that on text from afar, and I should be doing the same. Uh, with the Stockport game on Saturday, so if you are going, enjoy it. You know, yeah, give, give them a cheer for me, won't you? Um, the the noise that we have, we we joined by a guest dog guest this dog. week, by the way. So you'll hear a bit of shaking and a bit. There's of always got to be a, a, some some kind of dog thing themed po- thing happening in the podcast, isn't there? Milo is our guest this week. He's so, been on before. He has been be on. Before. He was very quiet before though, but he's yeah. he's roaming the house looking for. I think you shut today. him out before. Yeah, I think I might. Do that. <laughs> I might do that again. There we go. Door closed. He'll push that open. Um, yeah, I. Gary has seen a lot more of Danny's return to fitness yeah. than anybody else has. He'll know if he's ready to start or ready to go on the bench. Uh, it would be great, though, wouldn't it? Uh, it'd be lovely to see Danny right back in the team. We 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 all know how effective he can be. Um, didn't have the greatest start to this season, but you know mm. we, we we've missed his hold up play. His yeah. Strength, his physicality up front, um, and you know when if he if he forms a relationship with Sinclair, then wow, that could be some oh, strike yeah, force. Absolutely. Now that's that's no um, disrespect to to Clodie Lollis, who's, who's done well actually in the last couple he of has, games. I yeah. think he's 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 starting to to get Gary's game. Yeah, I think maybe, and, um, and he's he, got the pace. He's yeah. got the control. Yeah, he's got. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to unobtrusively get a dog out of the room there we go thank you off you go there we yeah. go Clyde Lollis is, is is definitely working himself into that squad yeah. like you say he's getting Gary's game yeah. he's talkified now um, he looks up for it every time we, we all know that, that this squad is, is slightly limited by, by numbers first and foremost um, and then um, the fact that some of the players are, are new to Gary's game are younger players who are inexperienced in this kind of football yeah. in as much as Gary states it quite quite openly quite a lot they, they've played a lot of under 23s football where at times you can stand around and, and, and wait for the ball to come to you because that's the kind of game that's played at that level bizarrely yeah um so there's a lot of adjusting to do and we've talked with you know, I'm going over old ground there's a lot of adjust, adjusting to do what 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 will be good is is being able to do that adjusting while there's a player like Danny Wright to lead the yeah. line. I think yeah. that makes a difference. Yeah. Uh, and, and and you know if 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 you can get 
balls into the box. If you're if you're if you're Dan Martin or or, or Keelan O'Connell or, or Byron Moore at the moment, and yeah. you're thinking, oh, you know, this is now I've got someone who really knows how yeah. to put a ball in the back of the net. If I can get the ball to him, and that's no disrespect to Dan Holman either. There's a lot of no disrespects at yeah. the moment, but. Um, yeah, we've missed you. We've missed yeah. you, Danny. We've we've missed that kind of getting across the defender to the near post. When he scored that first goal against Notts County, that sensational mm. return mm. against it. I mean, fair enough. It was an Adam Randall cross, which yeah. we, we which we won't have. Um, but he got across the defender. He got to the near post. He got to the ball first, and he just looked at that goal and thought, "That's Danny Wright." Plymouth Argyle got a new manager. Yeah. Adam Randall wasn't in the squad last night. Interesting. Just saying it. Interesting. Well, who knows? <laughs> who knows how we'd love to have him back. We've said that many times on yes, this podcast. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a possible development for Saturday's game against Stockport. Uh, as I say, there may be others, but we... Um, we, 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 we shall talk about them when we can and, and, and invite you to join us for Podcast Extra. So the Weymouth game. Uh, watch the highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, watch the camera was a long way away, but from what I could, uh, from what I could make out, it, it was somewhere somewhere in Dorset, but it, it wasn't was. it wasn't in Weymouth. It was not coverage of the mm-hmm. kind that we get from Plainmore, but fair play, it was up there anyway. Um, couple of good goals. Yeah. Joe Lewis, yeah. good header. Yeah, great. Three goals now. Yeah, great photograph from our friends at Pinnacle. By yeah, the way. yeah, um, lovely photograph of him heading yeah. that one in. I imagine he's got that one framed mm-hmm. on his wall by now. <laughs> Uh, and a, a great poachers finish from Sinclair Armstrong as well. Yeah, absolutely. It was a much better performance. Yeah. Um, hit the bar twice. Hit the yeah. post right at the end. Yeah. Tom Lapsley hit the post. Yeah. <clears throat> it was. It, it was just. It was. I mean, Gary was at pains to point out that just because we've we've beaten Weymouth two one with a, with an excellent um, performance, which could have been you know it could have been five one doesn't make it a turning point yet no don't no. Uh, we've got Danny Wright coming back on the team it feels like suddenly the sun's come out and um, you know if Christmas parties weren't a bad thing we'd, we'd all be <laughs> heading straight to them but um, <laughs> there, there will be further bumps in the road and I'm not saying that we're now going to go on a, an unbeaten run and, and win, win, win the, uh, the National League fair play to us for not making tasteless jokes about parties at number no, 10 down the street no, then by the way no. we both wanted to there was a slight pause in the podcast <laughs> but we move on um yeah it, it there's a long way to go a good result against stockport on saturday would be a huge fillip for the whole team gary interesting that gary's really looking forward to this i mean gary's how many matches has gary managed a team in hundreds upon hundreds oh, of yeah, matches yeah, yeah. But you still get the feeling before a game like this, there's an anticipation there. You can't wait to get these players out. And I, 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 t- I tell you what, he he felt very. He looked and the whole feel of it this morning was it was of excitement, wasn't mm. it? Yeah. Um, now, if that rubs off on the players uh, in the next couple of days, training today and tomorrow, then uh, it should be it should be something special. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the Halifax game. We don't want to dwell on that, but the attitude that the the. the the demeanour of the players, the morale of the players, everything was low, it was sapped. Mm. It felt the opposite up there this morning, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. There's, it did. You know, there's, yeah, there's yeah, an yeah. anticipation in the air yeah. of a big game coming up. It was, it was South Devon College, obviously there's been a lot of rain, so that's that's, that's where they were this morning. And uh, um, yeah, it was... It was watch, watching the players come in, smiles mm. on their faces. So yeah, so yeah I, think, I think it's all good, all good. It's nice to be able to do kind of a positive... 
podcast, isn't it? It is. Yeah, you do kind of get into a bit of a rut, which I'm sure yeah. you've noticed, you know, when you get a defeat and you go in and say, what are you going to do, Gary? What's the morale like? You know, what happens? What players are you bringing in? And How's I'm, Danny Wright's injury? I'm, <laughs> I'm sure the, the gaffer feels that as keenly as we do, if not yeah. more so. Um, yeah. Stockport, we did all right against them last season. We beat them 1-0 yeah. at Plainmore. Connor Lemon Hay Evans with yeah. a, a late one, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, we drew 2-2 up there with um, Scott Bowden getting both goals. Yeah. One of them with yeah. 10. Watched him the other day um, on the telly. He, he, he's he another one that got away, really, isn't he, in some respects. Yeah. But um, I think he always wanted to go back. Yeah. Bo- I mean, Boreham Wood's front line was, um, was ex-Torquay, wasn't it? Tyrone Marsh, yeah. Scott Bowden and Josh Reese, yeah. who was excellent and yeah. scored two good goals. Yeah. Um, felt a little bit sorry for St Albans they were they were whipped in the end weren't they yeah I, I, I turned over at some point to watch another game I can't remember what, what, what that was but um, I watched the start of it yeah um, it, yeah. Was, it was a little one sided um, yeah. but the Bournemouth were a good side we know that we keep playing them yeah again and yeah. again and again very very poorly supported yeah um, just looking back at the previous results against Stockport, two extraordinary games in the 1920 season, which I thought, not the year 1920, 2019, 2020. Uh, we beat them 4-0 up there, and Did then we? we lost 5-1 at Claymore <coughs> right. in a game that was 0-0 at half-time. Right. So you just, you never know what you're going to get against uh, Stockport. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and of course, they've got Dave Challoner in charge. Yeah. He was the um, the Hartlepool manager last season for I can't remember what what the results were against Hartlepool. No, I don't know. Didn't we play them towards the end of last I think season so. in something a game like that. that I've blotted out? Uh, yeah, something like that. Anyway, he's obviously decided a football league isn't for him and no. and moved back down to Stockport. I wonder if there's money and money might have been a, been a motivating factor. Um, I I wouldn't say that that. Stockport are a bigger club than Hartlepool, would you? No, I wouldn't. Maybe, no. maybe Ch- Dave Challoner uh, did play for Tranmere all those years, didn't he? Did, he? So he maybe did. he lives that way, which in, in which case, yeah. uh, for, you, kind of fair enough. You can understand it. And obviously he and Gary go back a little way, so there'll be... Um, it's always interesting when you see our management team facing up against the management team that they've seen a few times before. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a, a, sometimes as absorbing as the match. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Well, I would be looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to hearing how it goes <laughs> on Saturday. I'll put you on uh, FaceTime and turn, <laughs> turn the, uh, the screen around and uh, you can watch it by the fire, by the log fire with a, with a whiskey. I think, oh, now, now you're making it sound pretty good. <laughs> One of the guests at Saturday's game, and the Talkies community work continues. Talkies doing really good stuff at the moment, um, yeah. getting community involved. The, um, the, the tickets for women supporters went well. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, um, a lot of uptake on that. Just saying about the result, but that's uh, yeah, it wasn't wasn't the best. Can't quite help that, can you? I hope some of the new fans will come back. Yeah. Um, guest of honour uh, on Saturday at Playmore is Paul Trollope. Yeah, I saw that. That's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Great player, Paul Trollope. He's back as a guest. Uh, I don't have Forrest not got a game on Saturday. He's number two at Forest. Is he? Moment, I don't know. Unless don't they're playing know. on Sunday, maybe. Maybe. We yeah. should have checked that. Yeah. It's another hanging fact that we've left out there. Um, Ernie's joining in. Um, <laughs> if you're picking that up, that's the small dog um, joining in. Uh, 106 games for Torquay, Paul Trollope. 16 goals, mm-hmm. 92 to 95. And yeah. then, of course, I'd forgotten, um, he went for 100 grand to Derby. To Derby and, and built himself a decent career. He did. Uh, he did. Before, before ending up, interestingly, 
at Northampton. Sorry, guy just uh, went out to deal with the dog noise. Um, he, he ended up at Northampton, and my biggest memory of Paul Trollope is actually playing against us rather than for us. Really? Because he ended up at Northampton the year that we won promotion under Leroy. Yeah. And it was our first game of the season was against Northampton, who had been the big spenders during the summer, and it splashed that. all the cash. Yeah. Josh yeah. Lowe up front, Paul Trollope was in their midfield. And I was sitting next to Dave Thomas at that, that game. I was doing the indie, I think. And um, we sat there and watched the first five minutes. And all Paul, Paul Trollope was doing, so no disrespect, Paul, there's a lot, lot, no <laughs> disrespect, lot of this going on, was playing the ball sideways. Yeah. And Dave said, what's the point in that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, he, he, was, he was controlling the midfield by playing the ball sideways. Um, and, of course, Jason Fowler went on a majorly beautiful run that day. In the the hottest one of the hottest games of football I would, I've ever I been. I remember the heat of that. Yeah, and and scored scored it for a one 0 win. Uh, yeah, so that's my major memory yeah. of, of Paul is, is playing against us and and and, and um, you know that that the, that moment being yeah. the moment that I thought oh we've got a chance this season. My main memory of him is him being poleaxed by a, a, a horrible piece of foul, one of the worst bits of violence I've ever seen on a football field. Right. Uh, we were playing against Chesterfield. Bearing in mind that you play walking football. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we're playing against Chesterfield. Now, I, I think I can remember the name of the player that did it, but I'm not going to say it in case it's wrong. But a Chesterfield player... I'm going to demonstrate this. A Chesterfield player, it was a clothesline, they call it in rugby. As Paul Trollope ran past him, he put his arm out straight... And Paul Trollope hit it at chin height and was absolutely poleaxed right. by him. Uh, referee sent him off straight away. I think he don't. I don't think he'd been on the field for very long. I don't remember this. Um, uh, but it was it was horrible. You know, yeah. it was an assault. If it had happened in the street, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he'd have been arrested. It was a, it was a deliberate straight arm, took him out, um, and yeah, you know, I think there's no place for that in the modern no, game. Indeed. But there you go. That's but yeah. Paul Tree played nine caps for Wales. Yes, he did. Of course, yeah. Um, long career. Played a lot of games for a lot of teams, and it would be great to see him back on. Yeah, Saturday. no, it, it's great when, when when players come back. And the, the this this administration of the club uh, yeah. likes to bring people back and yeah. uh, and pay a bit of a tribute. So that's that that's good on them. That's that's a good way of doing things. There was periods of time, wasn't there, when that wasn't necessarily the case. No, that's and, right. And. Um, and yeah, so it's the right way to do it. We 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 all know that you know, the club's got a major history, and it should be dipped into every now and again. Yeah. Uh, and also, there were times when you would go to the club for a match, you'd turn up, you'd watch the match, you'd go home, nothing would happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the moment, you've got the community days, you've got good stuff going on. The PA box is doing well this year. Yeah. The guys are doing well yeah. up there. You feel like you're part of something. <coughs> Absolutely. Playing more at Absolutely. The moment. So it's uh, gold stars all round. Gold stars. We just need to get up into that top ten mm. and start pushing for a playoff mm. place, don't we? Uh, the, the only thing that I would say is, can someone please move that uh, the the the, um, the electricity sockets for the press? Yeah, this, the the press bench. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna, That's how I'm gonna meet my end. Your back is bad enough, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? 
We mentioned Leroy Rossini just now, by the way, and we can't finish this podcast without plugging another podcast, Talking Talkie podcast. I got mm-hmm. an interview with Leroy. Good, good. Uh, this week. I haven't listened to it yet. It only went live, I think, last night or early today, so I'm going to have a listen to it as well. But kudos to them. Very, very good podcast. We like theirs, and yeah. they like they like ours. Well, we, you know, we've been, we, we, pe- we really should do it. Well, when socially distanced questions are... Uh, finally resolved. We should we should all get in a room together and do 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 a. That's a, a great idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, they, we we're the old geezers and they're they're the young lads. I've sent my uh, my um, my master mastermind. Yeah, yeah master, it is. Yeah, ma- mastermind yeah. Uh, rounds in. Have you? Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Well, I'm, not I'm, I'm hoping. Say, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure which way round they'll do. I suppose I suppose I sent it to you. Were asked to send in two. Yeah. You? So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I've probably put myself in, in, a, in a whole world of trouble. <laughs> I haven't started doing any revision yet. I hope I don't get a call tomorrow or something like that. No, I haven't even no. started looking yet. But um, yeah, so that kind of brings us to the end of the pod today. It's a strange podcast because, as I say, we're kind of on tenterhooks thinking there may be a podcast extra to do. Yeah. If uh, there is, great. If there isn't, sorry. Yeah, but so, I mean, uh, it, it just depends. We, we want to wait for the club to announce these things, and then once they're announced, we we, we have recorded an extra podcast, and, and it may come out. We have. And we'll be back next week with a little bit of festive content, I think, next week. Are we? We'll dream some festive content oh, up between that's now true. and that's next my, week. That's my challenge for the week. It is, is it? absolutely. Festive content. Thank you very much for listening. This has been the, uh, the Yellow Army podcast, bringing the good news of Danny Wright's return to the team. Look forward to Saturday. Give them a cheer for me because I won't be there. Yeah. How about come on, you yellows? I completely missed that. You did. You... We'll get it right one day. Right, you ready? Actually, it was really good for me last week because I could hear it in synchronisation, whereas okay. for you, it was about half a mile in between, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. So, right. as ever, come, come on, you yellows. yellows.